When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I never put much thought into tires in the past. The thought was always to drive what comes on my vehicle, and if I had to replace them, I made my decision based on price. Our friends at Cooper Tires know what they're talking about. Cooper has been an American company since 1914, with more than a century in the tire industry. Each Cooper Tire undergoes rigorous testing and are backed by warranty, so you can trust that they'll last for thousands of miles. The Coopers pride themselves on good merchandise, fair play, and a square deal. Always have and always will. Don't overpay or underbuy. Cooper tires do what tires should do and cost what tires should cost. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. All right, next up, we are going to Mackinac Island and Wawashkimo. DJ, take us there. Yeah, hard to talk about this golf course without kind of first talking about how to get to this golf course. And Mackinac Island, for those that, that don't know, is kind of the the uh, distant remote island between the lower peninsula and the upper peninsula of, of Michigan. And you have to get there by ferry. There are no motorized vehicles on the golf or on the uh, on the island that, you know, is within Ex- reason. Except for the carts. Except the for the golf carts on the golf course, a couple food delivery trucks, et cetera. But you uh, you have to take a ferry over to Mackinac Island. You land. Neil said it maybe absolutely perfectly feels like getting off a steamship in san francisco in like 1865 1890 something like that where it's just it's kind of hot there's a lot of shit going on there's smells there's horses going down the road there's uh just horse shit and fudge in the air yes provisions everywhere your general stores everywhere it's it's randy you kind of warned us for this and and we're building to something here i promise but uh that scene right off the ferry at Mackinac is, I would say, mucho not for me. Uh, it kind of feels like the worst parts of Epcot Center or Disney World. Uh, just a lot of, a lot of hot, uh, just densely populated people walking down the street looking for fudge, uh, and that is just not my type of vacation. But once the island clears out, which we kind of got a good sense of in the evening, things lean out a little bit, and then all of a sudden you've got like bunch of cool restaurants some really awesome little hotels and and b&bs and there's a, just a ton of people making day trips to the island and a lot of the people who are there overnight as Sally unpacks uh, some of his remaining I forgot fudge. i have my fudge i'm gonna eat some so much fudge I, we can take that on another another uh podcast Which, yeah who eats all this fudge? possibly like 20 fudge shops in like the me and randy of, are the ones that are eating it two blocks big fudge boys it was crazy but the point of all of this is to say that to get to Wawashkimo Golf Course, which is a nine-hole golf course laid out in 1898 by NFL quarterback Alex Smith, <laughs> uh, it is you have to take, what is it, Randy, about two, two-and-a-half-mile 
uh, horse-drawn carriage ride up from kind of this main downtown Mackinac uh, area all the way straight up the hill. You've got two, they almost look like small Clydesdales, uh, kind of some very proper carriage horses taking you taking you up the hill, winding you through a much more like residential part of the island, uh, taking you out of kind of the busy hustle and bustle of downtown out into what is truly one of the most like quiet, peaceful, awesome settings for golf that I think I've ever seen. Which I will say about the horse-drawn carriage, I thought it was like, well, this would be kind of a gimmick and something you know we can do for the camera going to the course. That was the option. It was yeah, that no. is the only option. <laughs> like there was no like, oh yeah, you could do like you can't walk there. Like that is how you. Well, get the, the hack felt like the electric bike scene. A lot of electric was bikes big there. Yeah, uh, but there there was. I think going into this episode, it was kind of like you know I think we always try to kind of identify you know what's the question we're we're trying to answer here. What's the point of this one? And for me at least, it was it was kind of like is Mackinac Island a, a novelty or is it? something very substantive. And I think the answer was uh, like triumphantly both, right? Like I think it has sections that are are kind of a total novelty. And, and like I said, I'm not super big on kind of that downtown section, but I think seeing the rest, like we didn't even get to see the rest of the island, but just seeing like the, the bike path that goes, that kind of circumnavigates the whole island, seeing some of the different hotels, seeing some of the summer houses, some of the roads that you can, you know, you just take these long bike rides and picnics and getting out away from that and seeing what the rest of the island was, including the golf course, was like, seemed like the kind of place you'd want to spend every summer day possible. And so to get into the golf course a little bit, Alex Smith, uh, two-time U.S. Open champion, Alex Smith, we need to throw that out. Also, his brother won the U.S. Open. Very interesting stuff. Uh, but it was laid out in 1898. Like I said, it is nine holes. It uh, nine holes with 18 tees, which we'll we'll get into as well. I wouldn't say kind of the most dramatic, fascinating golf course from an architecture perspective, but I think with how firm the golf course plays, and that's not only by design but by necessity. They only irrigate. This is kind of one of the things they're famous for, but they will only irrigate the the greens and the tees. There's no irrigation of the fairways whatsoever. So they're rock, rock hard. And I think you can kind of see that to your eye. You're like, okay, that's a little, you know, it looks a little browned out in that spot or, or whatever. Uh, the grass still plays like it, it still looks a little shaggy almost. So you, you kind of don't really believe it until you see your first ball bounce in the first fairway. When you see the ball take off, like when you actually, you know, you loft one up in the air and you see the ball come down and then bounce 25 feet <laughs> up in the air. It is so fucking thrilling. It's awesome. And so one of the big things there, it's only six, about 6,000 yards. They have a hickory option. They got a bunch of hickory sets you can rent in the clubhouse. And just from seeing how the course plays that way, I, I, I truly can't picture a better way to, to fill up the tank. And I, I think, We've said that a bunch whenever we've played hickories, but it's great to, you know, launch drives and to have control over your irons and to be able to actually hit, you know, proper golf shots is obviously a really fun way to play golf. But to have hickories is it kind of gets you out of that mode of looking at a golf hole and saying, all right, I have 160 yards. There's nothing in my way. It's a stock eight iron. And if I don't hit this shot, like all of a sudden it becomes unfun. With hickories, I think it's totally the opposite. It's all upside, right? You're almost you're almost uh, expected to not be able to pull off the shot. So when you do, it's it's just a complete thrill. So I, any of the other people who played hickories, I don't know if you guys agreed, disagreed. But. No, well, and there's a 
big building advantage to playing hickories at Wawashmo too, and that you don't have to lug your own bag mm. across yes. the ferry. Totally. Uh, so I would say for anybody that's on the fence, it's like it'll it'll make your day on Mackinac much easier if you do commit to playing hickories at Wawashmo. A lot of half shots, just a lot of. You're not playing golf swing. You're you're playing uh, golf shot. Very imaginative golf. And then the I know we talked about the turf, but. It it was firm, but it felt like a trampoline. Yes, like the way that I just couldn't get. It, it was so weird. The how greens they, were soft underfoot, but they, but they fairways too. Yeah, well, the fairways were the closest thing I've seen to like Nairn the year. It was like burned out. I mean, just you can see the the low spots where the where any sort of moisture is collecting, and it's green down there, and then it's and and they're getting shaved in certain spots by the 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 uh, mower. It was just exactly what I love about. Scottish Lynx golf. A couple right. of balls went like 20 feet in the air on the well, first bounce. It one, was crazy. Tell us about the rumples and two, what else this land is known for. Yeah, so one big thing was it used to be all farmland, so you can see a lot of almost like rows from crops. So that makes up a lot of the fairways. You're going to get a lot of weird bounces. You're going to have a lot of weird lies. You're going to be sitting in a lot of kind of almost trough feeling things, which hard to drive a cart over. Honestly. Very hard to drive a cart. Uh, so most of us walked. Uh, but like for our, you know, camera ops, Cody and Nick and, and Ben had a bit of a tough, a tough time driving the carts over the, uh, over the plowed land, but that was really cool. And then I think what, what Wawashkama is probably best known for would be the, the third hole, uh, <laughs> third slash 12th hole, you know, as you're playing it twice. And that is of course the circus ring. Uh, we've all kind of posted some photos, uh, from Wawashkama. So if, if you haven't seen it, or you don't know what we're talking about. Essentially it's, it's a really short par four, three fifty, something like that. Less than that. It's like three thirty and three fifteen the second time through, yeah. And the the main defense of the hole is a strip of probably foot wide like high heather grass that goes all the way around. It looks like straight up out of a circus. You know, you see the 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 lion sitting up on top of the box that's engulfed in flames, right? It's it's uh the the whole trick of it or the whole intent of it back in the early 1900s, late 1800s was this idea of getting your ball airborne and getting it to stop was such a novelty that you would show up to this hole and whereas you'd be used to bouncing everything up and, and playing short of these greens and rolling it up there and and making your putts, this demanded that you have to either bounce it, time your bounce correctly, so bounce it over the heather or truly like loft the ball up in the air and get it to stop before it would run through to the other side. And I got to admit, man, I, I thought that I knew I would like it. Like I, I thought I would, I didn't know if I'd like it from like uh kitschy, you know, kind of like novelty purposes. So bad. It's good. Yeah. Like. Or if I'd like it, like it. And I fucking loved it. That's it was great. so fun. And again, like I was talking about playing the hickories, but back in the day, it, it used to go all the way around 360 degrees. Now it's like a 310 degree kind of thing. There is a little cutout in the front and I drove it wide, right into the heather both times and the circus ring absolutely dictated how I had to play the rest of the hole because I had to, if I was going to try to run it up, I couldn't fly there out of the lies that I had. So if I was going to try to run it up, I had to hit that little throat and it just, it was a blast to navigate that. It's a hole. I, I truly like wouldn't get sick. It sounds so stupid because it's, it's so outrageous, but I, I could play the hole all day and I would not get sick of it. And I was, I was almost kind of bummed that I didn't hit it in the, in the Heather, just because I wanted to see what that was like as well. <laughs> the other holes I bring up from a historical standpoint that may be known for 
big battle in the War of 1812 of took place out there, specifically on the 6th-15th hole. There's a hill next to the green. Uh, that's where the lads beat up the boys pretty good uh, back in the day. Uh, I think that, you know, right up there with, the, you know, the dual hole on it. San, take that San Francisco Golf Club. <laughs> this place has, a, I'd say, even more history and and more more bloodshed going on. But uh, they got some good, really good signage. Not only on that whole circus ring, there's yeah. a lot of historical it's like, signage. It's out like there. a museum. Yeah, yeah, which I I am a big you know at viewpoints and vistas on the highway. Love to read the signage. I absolutely loved it. I was so tickled by the place. It was, uh, you know, I went there thinking it was going to be kind of a novelty meeting. Chuckles and the head pro, who's who's, you know, reminiscent of like Craig Stadler. He's just such a, just a fun, you know, happy-go-lucky guy. And I loved playing the like. It was so fun to go around it again for the second nine, but from slightly different tee boxes and play a whole new golf course all over again. I was um, amazed by that concept. Yeah, the par the par fives were so fun. The green on um, number five, number five was number five and number has to be 14. the smallest green in America. And oh my god, it's like the smallest green in America. <laughs> and then there's like one of the gnarliest false fronts you've ever seen too on a, a third of the green. Um, you know, there just a lot of variety in the par fours. Uh, 18 goes from a par five the first time around, or nine's a par five the first time around. 18's a, a par four, uh, just a thrilling driving hole. Uh, I, I loved it. It was it was a tour de force. I can't wait to go back. I imagine uh, it only works in situations where you don't have a very full tee sheet, but I'm kind of amazed that I've never seen this concept of nine greens, 18 tee boxes before. Uh, other than the dunes club right yeah yeah i've never been there so it's private yeah it uh it really worked each hole was different there was maybe number one was the most similar but like it it it's hard to explain i mean there was a number seven and number 16 again same green and it plays like a 220 par three the first time around and then a 284 par four the second time around and it worked so well for both shots and nine and eighteen was like a tough little par five, and then a three seventy par four. Same corridors, but like just different tees and different golf holes. I and mean, two and eleven was probably the best yeah. example yeah. for me. Was we were looking at the scorecard, and you know we we're playing a match, and so we're trying to figure out handicap holes and and what's going on. And and we're looking at it, and we're like, well, how the hell is number two going to be like the number one handicap on the back? That doesn't that holes. There's nothing to that hole. And then we get up there, and the pin is or the the tee the second time around is just jammed like. 50, 60 yards back, jammed up against the right property line. All of a sudden, you're feeling, you're standing there. It felt just like the the fifth tee shot at Colonial. It was like, true, I can't believe I hit this fairway yeah. type of territory. And uh, it's just a blast, man. It, it was, this is going to sound like kind of a, an outrageous statement, probably, but just considering all the world class golf courses that we played on this trip, but I don't think anything filled up my tank like more than Wawashkamo because I, I think some of that is we're playing like, it sounds kind of dumb, but we're, we're playing like, pretty competitive golf right so you're trying to you're trying to make birdies you're trying to play very solid you're trying to play as good as you possibly can so then at least for me i get so stuck in like okay right elbow's doing this left hips here load into this what's going on with this and that's where i get into just like when i'm not hitting shots and i'm doing that i just don't have a good time and especially when you're not practicing a ton going in or you're just when you're not when you're trying to play at your highest level and that's the objective and you're not playing at your highest level, you don't have a good time. Well, right, Whereas but, at Wawashkamo, I had none of that. But you also had, I think it, it was the point on the trip where the 
you had low expectations in a way on the first TD. Yeah. Like, oh, can we play? Let's play. Let's just play up. Like maybe we'll just play nine. We'll go get some like shots and talent. Like he was already he had totally. made his mind up that he didn't really want to be playing golf. And then total flip 180. And by the end of the round, he's like, God, let's go again. You Which know? I don't think you can give a higher compliment to that than like this was day 11 of the trip. We're getting no sleep. We've played a million rounds of golf. All of a sudden, we're out in this place that's like. What's that? You don't water the fairways? Like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to love this. And then to, to have that feeling of just like, oh my God, let's play this 30 more times. Is... <laughs> we haven't even talked about the blind part, blind Alps part oh, three that runs away from you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking outrageous golf course. Yeah, number it's so cool. Four and what? Four and 13. 14, 13. Yeah. It, it, to Randy's point of like, you know, sometimes moving around tee boxes manually just feels a little disconnected, right? When you're not playing from an actual teeing ground. Something about it being like, no, this is the fourth hole and this is the 13th <laughs> right. was really, really working yeah. for me. And yeah, so you play the fourth hole as a blind par three. Almost like a Dell. Yeah. Kind of par three, like the blind, first time. Shot. But then the second time through, you're up elevated into the right with a clear look at it, right? It's like, well, you've seen it. You know, you now know it. Like, let's let's give you a view of the green the second time. We should go. We should do that at Jack's Beach for one of the NIT rounds or something like that. Like play the same nine twice and just mix it up. Yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. You know. I thought it was just a, a total delight. It, it reminded me a lot of just courses that I played in junior tournaments growing up and in a lot of ways and uh, super smooth greens. It was a total blast. I love Washmo. It was a super cool. Uh, again, the full spectrum of golf was played on this trip. Female superintendent, too. Only one in the state of Michigan. Wow. And, and the course played exactly as it should. It was, it was awesome. Randy, cool. what are we missing? Anything? Shelter huts. They have oh, so the cool little... Uh, structures, I think probably five or six of them throughout the course. They almost look like mini old school, like churches. And I would encourage everybody, the golf shop, ideally you have a lot of time. You know, I could have spent the whole afternoon uh, in like the living room of the clubhouse. Great piano. Uh, just Great piano. Yeah, in there. Piano. It just is such a comfortable spot. I echo everything you guys say. Legitimately, I think Wawashko is one of my like twenty favorite courses anywhere. Mm. Love uh, that. Karen is, Odell is the uh, the uh, superintendent. Only only female superintendent in the state of Michigan, which is cool. Mm-hmm.